What would it take to arouse your life, to experience more connection, more pleasure, more realness in and outside of the bedroom? I'm August McLaughlin, and this is Girl Boner Radio. When's the last time you played? Like pleasure, play is so important no matter our age. I'm not talking about sex, though. That can definitely count. I mean doing anything purely for the fun of it, which is what we're going to do today. I have four dear friends in the studio with me today who have also appeared as guests, along with my new friend, Dennis Hensley, the co-creator of the party game, You Don't Know My Life. We're going to play the game, focusing on girl boner-esque questions. Having played the game more than once, I can almost promise it's going to be a blast. Speaking of fun, the Pleasure Chest is running a snow job sale. Who couldn't use a good snow job? Whether you want a new toy, lube, or all of the above, head to thepleasurechest.com to save 10% on all orders over $200 through January 1st. Spend over $75 and you'll also get free shipping. Or shop in-store in L.A., New York, or Chicago and get a $15 pleasure check for every $100 you spend. Spend $150 and get a $25 pleasure check. These gift vouchers are super cute. They have this really cool art design, so they also make for eye-catching gifts. Now, I'm so pleased to welcome my guests today. I'd love to start by having each of you badly explain your profession, which is a meme that came from... Reddit originally, someone named Dot Bomber ninety five posted this, and I think it's really fun. So I could say that I am like a coitus and climax scribe or a boner blabber, um, if you will. <laughs> Who would like to go first? How about Rain? Oh sure, I guess we could say I help people discard their dirty underwear and love it. <laughs> and you're so good at it. Rain is an incredible stylist and who has helped me so much and is so loving about her work. What do you remember about your past experience on Girl Boner? I love being on Girl Boner because it's a safe place to talk about a vagina and I never get that opportunity a lot. And of course, our past episodes included Dr. Megan Fleming, which I always love her advice, and we got to wear a bunch of Christmas hats. Yes, and we had like those star glasses. The glasses. Because I styled us, that's why. Yes, (laughs) it was super fun. Erin, what do you do? Hi, um, so I guess a, a fun way to describe what I do is um, I help uh, people have fun um, w- uh, doing fun things with other fun people in a way. Um, yeah, in fun ways that aren't harmful. Very good. Yes. Maybe. In, in other words, <laughs> an inclusive dating coach with a True. fantastic book out as well about consent. What do you remember about your appearance appearances on Girl Boner? Well, I was just going to say, so I've been on the show a couple times. Thanks for having me uh, more, multiple times. Um, and it's always great. We, I really love answering the questions that people write in with. Um, yeah, there was basically, well, we talked about consent one episode, of course. Um, and there was some like sexual fantasy thing we talked about at one point, too, which was interesting because it can get really, go really out there, you know? And it was to a each deep zone, one. as long as everyone's on the same page, you yeah. know? But it was, yeah, it was like, wow. wow. Yeah, People I remember it too. Things. And it was like five years ago, and I remember it well. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yes. Mackenzie, Mackenzie Mazel, who you all know because I give her shout outs for being the magical 
engineer behind all things tech around here, but you've also appeared. You're too nice. <laughs> How would you badly describe your profession? I think I could say I uh, put famous people in a room and watch them shit talk for an hour. <laughs> That's very accurate. Everyone check out her Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, it's very true. It also is an extraordinary podcast engineer and producer and all kinds of wonderful audio things and a musician as well, I have to say. Um, And what do you remember about our Girl Boner chat we had? I just remember it being such an opportunity to really get into the issues I cared about most. I don't think we even had a plan. And then we came out of it just solving all the world's problems. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. Wasn't it like two and a half hours? And then we had I to get it was. Out. Yeah, yeah I, I recall like the sun was going down. And <laughs> Vanessa McCready, could you please badly describe your profession? I tell way too much embarrassing personal information about my life, and then I put it out there for everyone to enjoy for eternity. (laughs) You do. (laughs) You do. You have written an incredibly beautiful, poignant memoir, Rock Needs River. Yes. And what do you remember about being on the show? Well, I think that you were one of the first interviews that I had about my book um, when it came out, and you were just such a generous and warm interviewer. And I think that really set the tone um, for the rest of the book tour. And you were just, you know, you were just so lovely. And I just kept, I didn't even want to stop. I could have just sat there all day. So mm, that's so thank sweet. Thank you for that. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. It was really uh, meaningful for me as well. I had a great, great time. And Dennis, Dennis Hensley. Yeah, I haven't been on the show, but I feel like I might have been. Yeah, so now you can reminisce in the future. How do you predict this is going to be? I think it's going to be a cluster, (laughs) a delightful cluster. I like that. Yeah, no, but I think it's going to be a blast. And what about your job? What is your. I I was trying to write a fun little thing. I I like to, I like, I'm like a drug dealer for empathy. I feel like that's my jam. Because a lot of my work has to do with interviewing and trying to get at what it's like to be somebody else. And the game is a lot like that as well. So, it totally is. Yeah. Yeah. He's an excellent journalist and is known for asking questions that get people to open up in ways that others don't. So it's amazing that it's become so much more. And I'll, I'll let you take it from here to describe what this game is that I just I love. Well, the game is called You Don't Know My Life. And it's inspired by this list of offbeat interview questions that I developed over the years of interviewing celebrities for different magazines like Cosmo and Glamour. And I, I just kind of came up with offbeat questions that I found got good stuff out of them that would make my stories more interesting and fun. And I started a podcast a few years ago and I put these questions on cards and I called it the observation deck. And before every interview, I just have them pick out a few questions that they spark to. That's, oh, I have a story about that, whatever. So people really love the observation deck and a friend of mine's like, you should make this a game. This should be a game. And I, uh, Uh, started thinking about it and I have a good friend who's a game designer named Jeb and uh, so I teamed up with him we were driving to hip hop class because we got moves it's not I'm not it's not not just about it being an intellectual or a uh, no whatever anyway we busted moves anyway by the time we got to hip hop class we figured it out like this is how it's going to work this is what's going to happen and we did a play test the next night and then we've just been play testing it and, and tweaking it and adding things and then um, last Christmas we did a crowdfunding and we got our games that are that our donors or our supporters ordered just in time for Christmas. And we got up on Amazon this year. And now we're um, planning to take over the world. One embarrassing story at a time. And that is so perfect for yes. Girl because we love talking about all, all of our everythings. That's perfect, <laughs> right? 
Yes. So, so how how shall we begin? How shall we begin? So, um, the game questions are posed. Everyone writes down questions. The answers are presented, and then you try to guess who said what. And we'll do it step by step as we go along. The audience can kind of catch on to how it works while we do it. Um, a couple of you have played before. Uh, Vanessa and August have played before, so um, it's pretty easy to catch on to. So. Beforehand, you guys all sent me in the answers to the questions that we're going to do. When you play the game at home, it all happens in real time. But we wanted to kind of make this tight and fun. So we will start with the white answer sheet. So pull that up and we'll start to my left. So Vanessa, why don't you read the question at the top of the sheet? And then we're going to start um, while you guys are reading those silently. You're going to have to come up with a hashtag that goes with the uh, with the answer. So uh, Vanessa, why don't you tell us what the question is aloud? This question is puberty story, go. There are a number of questions in the game that are just go, like Vegas story, go. And it's just whatever comes to mind. So you all send in your questions in advance. So now while um, you guys are holding them, look at them, read them silently to yourself, then turn the question over and on the back, write a hashtag that you think sums that up. The job of the hashtag is to help people remember it. Um, You can get clever if you want, but the job is just to help people remember it so that we're not looking on the other side. So just come up with, you know, if the the question was, I went to Vegas and I uh, killed a go-go boy. My my hashtag might be dead go-go boy. You know, anything that just helps people remember it. Okay. Okay. And then we're going to present the answers and the hashtags. Okay. They're all scribing away, scribbling away. <laughs> I know you start out going, oh, I get this. And then by the end, you're like, I'm going to be clever with my hashtags. And then you start beating yourself up. That's not, that's optional. You don't have to. We don't have to beat ourselves up? <laughs> no, you don't have to beat yourselves up. You can be like, you know what? I'm just going to be pretty literal. Dead, dead, go-go boy. That says it all. Although you do find yourself wanting to up your game a little as it goes along. Simple can be sassy. Simple can be sassy. Yes. Thank you. Which works for the wardrobe too, doesn't it, Rain? Exactly. Yes, it does. Okay. So Rain then... is wearing a very cool hat, by the way. Well, thank you. And a Led Zeppelin shirt. Hey. No, it's all good. <laughs> okay, so everybody has their ha- uh, their hashtags, right? Yep. Okay, yep. so Vanessa, remind everybody of the question. The question was, puberty story, go. And then read the answer you got back. Now, if you got back your own answer, don't announce it. Don't make a deal of it. You just write a hashtag like it would be any other answer. That's true whether you're playing at home or if you're playing here. So you may get your own back. Just treat it the same. Mm -hmm. And now read the answer that you got. (laughs) Okay. Um, When my sister told me about periods, I thought the blood would come out shaped like a period, as in the punctuation mark, and only once. Okay, and what's your hashtag? Period piece. Period piece, <laughs> right out of the gate. See how that works? Love nice. It. All right, Mackenzie, what story did you get back? All right, my story is, I lived with my dad, and he slipped me a box of pads, thinking that I'd need them someday soon when my period started. Well, it did, and I was mortified to tell my dad. And I was, I was changing my pad and very carefully hiding the evidence, my dad walked into the room. I remember desperately trying to get him out as he was asking me what I was hiding behind my back. It felt like four fucking ever. And your hashtag is? Mm-hmm. Hashtag dad pad. Dad pad. Perfect. <laughs> nice. I want to option that answer as a John Hughes movie. I feel like you could make something out of that. Okay, Aaron, what's your story that you got back? Okay, mine is... Um, I was a late bloomer. My first kiss was at 17. I lost my virginity at 19. I started exploring slowly and feel like I really started boldly exploring my sexuality in my 30s. Nice. And your hashtag? Hashtag late bloomer. Late bloomer. Perfect. All right. Just put that up there on the table. 
All right. And uh, Rain, which story did you get? I was too embarrassed when I got my period. I used to roll up toilet paper and use it as pads in junior high. Sometimes it would fall out of my shorts in gym class. I would have to quickly pick it up and run to the bathroom. Oh, so vivid. Hashtag? Period paper. Period paper. Perfect. Nice. Nice. All right, August, which one did you get back? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) They can already see the hashtag on the back and they're already laughing. I'm just saying it. Okay. When I first got my period, I didn't believe it was my period. I spent maybe a week in bed with horrible lower abdominal pain and gas and sharding. I thought I had a stomach flu. My mom said she was pretty sure it was my period. I said, no, it couldn't possibly be because blood is red and this was brown. My mom told me that period blood looks more brown than red because it's oxidized. I, who had never had a period in my life, stood my ground and asserted that I was shitting my pants for a week straight. (laughs) Turns out, it was my period. <laughs> Hashtag shart fest. Shart fest. We don't usually get into shart until like the third or fourth round, but you guys you guys are in it. All right, so we've got all the hashtags before us. Vanessa, since you started that round, you're going to pick one and say who you think it is. So, for example, you might say, I think um, shart fest is Aaron. Or, you know, or I think um, period piece is August. Um, you obviously can't guess your own. And after she makes the guess, I will tell you what happens next. So don't respond right away. Okay. I think that late bloomer... Um, do you want me to remind what the story yeah, is? Yeah, if you want. Okay, the sure. late bloomer. This is the one about the person who didn't um, have sex until 19 and first kissed at 17, etc. I think that's August. Okay, so if August, if that's correct, you say, you know my life... And Vanessa, you get the point. And if it's wrong, you get to say, you don't know my life. You don't know my life. You don't know my oh. life. So if if Vanessa had gotten that right, she would get to keep guessing. But since she didn't, it goes to Mackenzie. And that goes back out on the... Uh, I go to the dungeon. You go to the dungeon. <laughs> so keep track of what's been guessed, because when it gets to you, you'll want to not repeat the same guesses. Mm-hmm. All right, Mackenzie, okay. which, uh, which answer do you um, want to guess on? Okay, I don't know why, but as I was reading mine, I was picturing Aaron. So I'm going to guess Dad Pat is Aaron. Oh, you don't know my life. Wow. Matt, <laughs> wrong. All right, Aaron. So it's, it's hard because there's four period I know. scenarios. I exactly. All right, Aaron, you get to guess. Hum, hum. Um, okay, I'm going to go with this one. When my sister told me about periods. I thought it would come out in the period, shape of a period. Um, I'm going to guess Rain. You don't know my life. Wow. Damn. All right. This is tough. All right, Rain, you get to guess. All right. I'm going to go with Dad Pad Beam Vanessa. You do know my <gasps> life. You do know my life. And normally what happens in every game is there's always a little more to the story. And so you get to talk and follow up. And so your dad, you were just there with your dad and he, it was behind his back and it took forever. You were hiding it well, behind you your know, back. You know, my dad was like. You know, in that sort of free love 70s, right. you know, he was cool. everybody, you know, and, and so like we got a lot of information, like way too much information <laughs> about like sex and bodies and stuff like that. And so like he was like totally comfortable and natural with bodies. So I was not, but right. he was. And so, um, yeah. And so like when the time came, I was just like so mortified Mortifying. and I just didn't know how long I could keep it up. Yeah. With him not knowing, but he found out. And just years would pass while you were standing there with that thing behind you. <laughs> he was growing a full beard. All right. So, Rain, you got that right. You get to guess again. Okay, sweet. So, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... Uh, let's see. 
Shart Fest being Mackenzie. You know my life. Oh, wow, well done. Great. Wow. I don't know people's lives. I do know people. <laughs> <laughs> so can I just go again? Uh, yeah, you get to go again. But I kind of want a little oh. follow-up on the Shart Sorry, Fest. Sorry, that's right. You were defiant. You were sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I did that a lot in my childhood. Yeah. I would assume something intelligent adults would correct me, and I would say no. You'd stand your ground. Yeah. That's probably served you well as a grown-up. I, I hope so. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. You get to guess again. You're on a roll. All right. I'm going to go with late bloomer being Aaron. Oh, my gosh. You know my life. Wow. Rain is running Rain. the table. Wow. Your wife is nuts. clean. Yes. That's crazy. She's going to sweep How? <laughs> Wait, do you? I mean, we, we know each other a little bit. Did you guess because of things you know about me? Well, I'm doing process of elimination with the answers right now. Okay. Right. And yeah. one of them you know is yours. So yeah, exactly. there, it had to be one of two. Well, so it had to be I one got or my you. own. Oh, yeah. So I was trying you to handled like, it very well. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. You handled it well because I had forgotten to get that bit of information out in the beginning. So. Yes, yes. Nice. But All yeah, right. that, there's nothing else to add to that. Just really. late bloomer. Just late bloomer and exploring a lot into my 30s and 40. Um, and it's been really fun. But I think it's fun to explore at that time when you're a little yeah. more yeah. together, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And more confident. Yeah. Exploring yes. in your teens isn't quite as fun as in your 20s. Right. Well, and, your, and the consequences. Like yes. so many things can go south uh, when you're younger and you're a little bit more together. Way safer. You make better decisions. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. All right, Rain, are you going to run the table? <laughs> I'm totally going to run the table. Because so... one's yours. Yeah, yeah. One's mine, so I'm going to go with period pieces August. It is. That's the one about the punctuation mark. You're yes. a writer already. You're a writer. I was writing about menstruation years before I knew how to write about menstruation. Um, yeah, I actually remember I was sharing a room with my older sister at the time, and I used to drive her nuts at night asking so many questions. Like, what is it like to kiss somebody? What happens when you do this? What happens when you do that? And one night I asked her, about periods and when she told me that blood came out immediately I was like oh wow this like big blob of blood just just like very round one time I can deal with this one (laughs) thing and then sex ed class happened and they're like basically a quarter of a lot of the rest of your life and I was completely devastated I know it's not just period you're gonna get a semicolon you're going to get hashtags. Right. You're going to get quotation marks. It's ellipses. true. Ellipses. Yeah. Oh, ellipses are the worst. Okay, so Rain, you ran the table on that, and now we're yes. going to go to the next question. So you got, you got, you did very wait, well wait, on that. Wait, Rain, what was yours again? Oh, yeah, yours. Oh, mine was period pad. Period paper. It was period the paper. gym yes. class. Aww. Yes, I know. And it would come falling I know. out. That one made me sad. Yeah. Oh, it did? Yes. Oh, but look how great I turned out. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. That is the theme of the game. Don't be sad. Right? <laughs> That's part of what happens. Like, you look back on things, and because you get a little... <laughs> A little validation or a little like acknowledgement. There's something, and it's so funny because I think it's so funny now. So it's it's interesting to me that you guys found that sad because you all did go all. It's like, oh, I kind of thought that was funny, but okay, I'll take it. It's the visual though. It's the visual (laughs) of being there. We all were that age, and like the embarrassment of seeing your classmates seeing you. Like, I know, like I know it. And also, I'm a mom, and so of course I wanted to like take care of little you. You know, made me stronger. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so we're moving on to the yellow question. Okay. So, okay. Mackenzie, why don't you read that question and so our listeners can be thinking about sort of their own answers while we're writing our hashtags. So what is the question you got? What's the craziest thing you've ever done in pursuit of a crush? Ooh, intriguing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now read your answer silently and then write a hashtag on the back. And while you're doing that, I'm going to share a little fun thing that happened recently. Um, 
out of the clear blue sky, we got an email from the New York Times saying they're doing a story about question games. So um, we were happily interviewed. We'd hired a publicist recently for the holidays, but this had nothing to do with that. And we did an interview with them, and then she asked for a few names of friends that had played the games. We gave them that. And on the day before Thanksgiving, this story comes out, and it's all about these kind of games and cards and stuff. And the one we're not neither Jeb or I are, are quoted, but my friend Danny is quoted talking about when he told we we did play tests in like restaurants and stuff when he told a whole room full of strangers about how he hurt himself masturbating. That's the quote in the New York Times, <laughs> and I never oh. thought they would use it. And it's kind of great. I don't I mind loved it. it. I, was, I, I think I it made it you laugh and it yep. makes you remember it. And the yep. point is, you feel comfortable enough with people to share things you never thought you would share and it's okay so yeah that's our that's that's kind of the girl boner way we 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 all masturbate in the new york times specifically about masturbation and i really (laughs) i don't think a lot of people can edie falco can't say that i don't think uh you know uh none of the presidents can say that just just us and maybe one or two other people there should be a prize peewee herman maybe might be on that (laughs) list that's true probably that's us and peewee yeah (laughs) yeah but we're anyway we're celebrating it we're not getting in trouble that's amazing i know thanks that's cool right okay so everyone have their hashtags Mm -hmm. yes okay so remind us all Mackenzie, what the question is and then read the story that you got back what's the craziest thing you've ever done in pursuit of a crush my answer is Well, I'm the original internet stalker, researcher, so I found out a lot of things people probably didn't want known. Here's a pro tip. After you've searched everything with their name, search their email handle and see what comes up for that. You'll be amazed. One guy had a whole list of reviews for strippers in the valley. Hashtag stripper Yelp. Stripper Yelp. I love it. My favorite thing is strippers in the valley. It's like so specific. (laughs) Just the valley. He's not going over the hill. No. Okay. What do you have, Erin? Okay. Mine says, do dogs count? Of course they do. I broke up with someone and found a new place within my budget that would allow dogs in order to get my foster dog back. I said, hashtag doggy love. Doggy love. Mine is, I drove from L.A. to San Francisco with a friend, in parentheses, to meet someone. We ended up dating happily for a while, and I put happy ending. Happy ending. A nice drive, a road trip. All right, what do you have, August? Dumb down the way that I speak so I didn't intimidate him. This applies to almost every guy I've liked. Hashtag down talk for dudes. Down talk for dudes. All right, Vanessa, what do you have? Stalk them in an ALF and fly mask and a ghost sheet. My girlfriend and I would drive by his house and his friends' houses and see if he was home. To not be recognized, we'd wear masks. And the hashtag is masking your feelings. Nice. I love it. Masking your feelings, because nothing suspicious about somebody in an ALF mask. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Mackenzie, you started that. You get to guess first. Pick a hashtag and then who you think it is. Okay, well, first I feel like if I wasn't me, but I was playing this game with me, well, wait, that gives away that it's not mine. But one of them, I'll say later, really sounds like me. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't think this is a specific story I've heard before, so hopefully I'm not cheating, but I really feel like the dog love one is August. You know my life. Well done. (laughs) I love that, though. You got a a place specifically because of the foster dog situation. Yeah, yeah. I had to give the foster dog back. It was one of those things where I met the foster dog and had instant just connection, soulmate feelings, and my ex had the exact opposite reaction. 
And the dog helped bring out so many of the issues I didn't know were there. Um, so yeah, I found a place specifically so that I could get that dog back, not knowing if I'd be able to. And I found out on Christmas Day that she was still available for me. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up moving in behind um, a really great guy. And I ended up marrying him a year and a half later. And he <laughs> loves dogs. I love that. I love that. I heard part of that story about the marrying the guy, the meeting the guy. The last time we played this thing. Tarp Man. Tarp Man. It's a wonderful story for another time. But um, <laughs> what? But the, the nervousness of calling and not knowing if the dog's available. Oh, I actually emailed because I couldn't sleep on Christmas and I just found out I got this place. So I emailed the woman who ran this rescue and said, hey, just checking in. I've got a place and it had been months and I was so heartsick missing this dog. But I thought if she's safe, it's all good. Right. And she was like skiing and not the dog. Um, the rescue person was like skiing the Alps and on her Blackberry texted me. She would love to have you. And I found out later that and I shared this in common with her. It was the first time that dog had been um, given back. She was deaf and huge, so people were a little weird about it. And she cried at night after I gave her back, Mm. just as I cried at night after I gave her back. She was super amazing. Is she still with us? No, but I had her for years. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. All right, Mackenzie, you get to guess again. Okay. Um, I think there's one called Happy Endings, right? That's the road trip one, I think. Yeah. Um... I'm going to guess Vanessa on that one. You don't know my life. Wow. All right. Oh. Which That was the road trip one? Yes. Yeah, that was yeah. the road trip one. So, Erin, you get to guess. Uh, We've got Masking Your Feelings. We've got Happy Ending. Okay. Um, the hashtag down talk for dudes. Uh, that's the one uh, I dumbed down the way I speak so I didn't intimidate guys. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Vanessa. You don't know my life. Wow, I know. It's so intense. (gasps) Okay, back to Rain. Are you going to run the table again? You know it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, I'm going to go with... um, Sorry, what is the... We're going to go with... Happy ending, Aaron. Oh, you know my life. Wow. <laughs> That's ridiculous. No. I know. How did she do it? That I was know. when I drove from L.A. to San Fran. Because I know you're an L.A. girl, and you do drive a lot for dates, so. Yeah, I mean, that was abnormal, though. And I just, I did happen to be there with a friend who was doing work stuff. And this dude I'd matched with on OkCupid, uh, he was like, oh, my gosh, you're going to be, like, right across where from where my work is. So we ended up getting together, and we dated for a while until he became problematic. But it was really fun <laughs> at the time, and he it was a really great relationship while it lasted. It was a win. Yes. And so you story. And you met him on OkCupid? Yes. I've been on there for a long time. I call it OkCupid. I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little like, one yeah. more time. TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Time's a wasting. Yes. All right. So, uh, Rain, you get to guess again. Okay. So, I'm going to go with Down Talk for Dudes being Mackenzie. You know my life. Oh, my God. Oh, so good. Very yeah. good. I must say that I have a little bit of a leap year. That's not the right term because I am on that last end. So, I get to kind of like eliminate. Right. Sort of. Well, we're, we're get, different people are going to go first each time, so okay. it'll hopefully average out. You just got the skills. But yeah, Mackenzie, though, you you talk down. Do you change, do you change the pitch of your voice? No, I just <laughs> noticed that I will use less effective language right. to use words with fewer syllables, so I don't like come off as like, you know, there's studies on it. Like, right. there, a lot of girls do that. <laughs> so I, I heard um, Gloria Steinem talking about that, where she was like, we sound 
stupid on purpose when we're flirting. And I caught myself doing it. And so I'm trying to break that habit. I guess that's when they let you talk. You know, like you ever been on one of those dates where they just, yeah. All right, Rain, you got two left. Stripper Yelp. Vanessa. Vanessa, you're the the (laughs) internet researcher. (laughs) So you're good at it. I'm good at it. Yes. So what do yes. you search the name? Then you search the do you search the phone number? So no, well you can. I don't think the phone number ever really tells you anything. But if you search, let's say they have a like a thing that they use for their Gmail or something like I don't know Valley Joe or whatever, right. then you can search Valley Joe, and then a lot of times they use that name in a like a forum or something mm-hmm. or on their Yelp or. Whatever, and so then you can also see things they probably. I, I should just stop talking. That's no, good. That's you, you, you should do webinars like a side business for teaching people how to do that. So Rain, you get the last one is yours. Oh, just real quick though, that is actually is good information. Like as a dating coach, like people should do the research, and if there's a way to maybe like look someone up in a way and find out some stuff mm-hmm. about them, that's actually not a bad idea. So thank you. You well, I mean, I guess people yeah. would like if you really didn't want somebody to find out things about you, mm-hmm. you would use a totally different name. Sure. So it's not that hard a leap to make. Yeah. I, actually, I actually figured that out by accident. But Yeah, no, it's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. So, Rain, you're the masking your feelings. Yes. You would go by their house in different masks. Well, I guess <laughs> I guess you can say I started dressing the part at a young age. There you go. <laughs> I love it. But I don't did, stalk did it, people anymore, though. Did it ever work out? Did, he, did you ever... Oh, gosh, no. I actually ended up taking it one step further, and I transferred high schools to stalk him. (laughs) Dated him for two weeks, and then I was just obsessed. But I ended up meeting a friend that I'm still friends with that was a long story short, where I ended up meeting my husband through six degrees of separation through her years later. So it was a good thing. So if you hadn't (laughs) stalked that person and moved high schools... I would not have married my husband. There you go. (laughs) So the mask worked. Yes. So good. The mask... (laughs) Worked. Mass so work. Right. <laughs> learning a lot of things. Right I know, right? You For the record, I still have those masks if anybody yeah. needs them. Yes. <laughs> All right, so we'll go to Aaron now. Take the green question and read okay. us the question on the top. All right, here we go. So um, what, kissed, what kiss from your life felt like something out of a movie? Ooh. Yes. And All right, one. so um, everyone take a moment oh, and write oh, your oh. hashtags. Oh. Um, and notice it doesn't necessarily say a romantic movie. It could be a horror movie, or oh, it could be a oh. gross-out comedy, mm. or it could be any kind of movie. Yeah. So, what kiss from your life felt like something out of a movie? I also want to mention we just got into Star Magazine. No, really? Right? I came up with Ooh. little tidbits to fill the time while you hashtag, but they're all just <laughs> Please, me bragging no. about things. Tell, tell us. We just got a little mention through our publicist in Star Magazine, and... Uh, Reba McIntyre is a friend of a friend and has played the game and is a fan. So we were able to use that name as like a star that plays the game. And that's what they need, that celebrity hook. That's so, awesome. Yeah, no, it's good. We just So worthy. We always wanted to be in a tabloid and we didn't have to be abducted <laughs> by angel, aliens or... You didn't even have to I, masturbate for this one. No, I didn't have to <laughs> masturbate or get plastic surgery or anything. So, yeah, All it's right. exciting. That's awesome. All right, does everyone have their hashtags? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I know. You start racking your brain. Okay, Aaron, remind everybody of the question. Yeah? Okay. 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 So mine is, um, okay, taking the train to Paris for a, quote, getaway weekend and kissing my boyfriend in front of Eiffel Tower. We strolled through the streets hand in hand. It was magical. And I put hashtag ooh la la. Ooh la la. Perfect. All right, Rain. 
In college, when I kissed my girlfriend for the first time in front of the whole class after a final, they had no idea we were into each other like that. Neither did we. And then I hashtagged, I kissed a girl and liked it. Yes. Yeah. That's a good story. I love it. All right, August. My first romantic kiss was like a scene from a bad rom-com version of Frozen. I stood there frozen like a statue with my mouth slightly open thinking, oh my God, I'm doing it. (laughs) I love it. Lip cubes. Lip cubes. (laughs) Nice. Vanessa? Um, Will fucking Snyder. We were both working a wedding. Lovely feelings were high. New developing crush. Stars in the sky. It sounds like a poem. On a cliff overlooking the Pacific, both in our Sunday best. Totally unexpected. I don't think either of us knew it was going to happen until it was already happening. And the hashtag for that is Will fucking Snyder. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Who may be listening? Who knows? All right, Mackenzie. All right. Uh, When I was 19, I met a glossy-haired, lanky, funny guy at the Dublin house in New York. He had one hazel eye and one brown eye. I was completely and utterly smitten. He kissed me that first night. We'd go on to date that summer, then lose touch for more than 25 years. When he found me, four kids and two exes between us, it turned out he lived about a mile from me from but it turned out he lived about a mile from me in Los Angeles. We dated again and he'd become the greatest love of my life. We aren't together right now, but I don't regret any single one of our moments together. I will love him forever. Aww. Oh my goodness. And that's long lost love. Long lost Aww. love with two different oh eyes. All right. Oh, so it's my turn, yes? Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to go, um, um, okay, Long Lost Love, this one we just heard, mm. um, is going to be Vanessa. You know my life. Wow. Yay. Vanessa, that's a wonderful Amazing. story. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. How? What was it like when you reconnected, when you heard from him or like, oh my gosh. You know, it was kind of unbelievable. Um, he just found me on Facebook, and right. and like we chatted a little bit. And I was dating this super loser dude named I'm not going to say his name before, but then right. um, and then you know he just said, "Look, I love, I just love you, and I mm. would like to be with you in whatever way that is." And so we just had this amazing relationship, and then for a variety of reasons, we stopped. We're in touch again now, which is really nice. And I kind of like, I've just surrendered. Like, I will love you from near or far. It doesn't matter where, but I will love you forever. All right. Yeah. I love that story. I feel like we haven't heard the last of it. Yeah, I feel yeah. like if we play it in a year, there may be... We're going to be on Girl Boner in like 25 years. And she's like, yeah. 25 years after the first yeah. 25 years. <laughs> I feel like there's more to go. Yeah. All right, Erin, you got matched that one. So let's see if you can match another one. Um, okay, um, I'm gonna go, okay, this, um, I kissed a girl, um, in the class, I'm gonna go Rain. You know my life. Yes! <laughs> I love that story! So is it, was it somebody you had been seeing, or you just had feelings for? No, well, in college, you know, you like to experiment and play around, so I was, we, me and this girl were really great friends, we would party together, we would do finals together, and so at a finals, we were in Barney's Beanery on Santa Monica, <laughs> And I knew she was gay. She didn't know yet. So I just figured we would just had a lot of chemistry together. And so we just started making out. Long story short, you know, we would fool around during college. And then she ended up marrying a beautiful woman. And I'm with a handsome man. 
<laughs> so everybody wins. But, but so your I classmates shocked. I say, you better thank me because I knew you were gay before you were gay. <laughs> right. That's awesome. Were your classmates shocked and stuff? They were very shocked. Yes. That's exciting. I, I think they it. was all excited. Yeah. It was, <laughs> Look at that. All right, Erin, you're on a roll. Oh, my gosh. There's oh my three gosh. left, and one of them is yours. That's true. Um, the pressure. The pressure. The pressure. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go lip cubes. That's the one The where frozen. Frozen. Um, I'm going to go um, uh, McKenzie. You don't know my life. All right, Rain, you dang get it, to, you get to uh, <laughs> catch up again. Okay, we're going to go with Will fucking Snyder, McKenzie. You know my life. Oh, <laughs> Will Snyder. Yeah, just a just a dude. Yeah. No, it was all it was all very complicated. He yeah. was my best friend's ex-boyfriend that totally didn't mean to make out with him, right. but nobody wound up being angry and it was fine. It all worked out. Maybe he's listening. Right? I hope not. Yeah, all right. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rain, you get to uh, guess again. Okay, so I guess Ooh La La taking the train to Paris would be August. You don't know my Dang name. it. Wow. All right, August, and you're going to probably get these last two because one of them's yours. Let's see. Ooh La La has to be Aaron. You know my life. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, no, that was my first, like, official boyfriend. I was studying Aww. abroad in France, in Paris. Well, in France, northern France, but it was only, like, an hour and a half train ride to Paris. So, like, we would go sometimes just, like, oh, let's go to Paris. And it was crazy because it was just, like, my life. So, I, But when I think back, a, a, like, about it, it's like, oh, my God. Like, that was, like, 19-year-old Aaron, like going to Paris like I, anyway it was great it, was it feels like that movie Amazing. Before Sunrise or Before Sunset or Before yes. Midnight one of those movies yes all the before all sunset, the before movies all the sunset movies yeah. and I've known Naren for 10 years and I didn't even know she's been to Paris before so seriously I don't know your life that's crazy yeah <laughs> that's interesting because we find that a lot people that know each other really well are like I've never heard that story couples that have been together for like 30 years are like you never told me that happened mm-hmm. in high school, so. Yeah. yeah. I actually thought I'd have an advantage because I'm the only one who know all of you. Right. Yeah. And I'm not getting them right in my head. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All yeah. right, well, that's cool. And yours was the frozen Mine was kiss. the lips not moving, like yeah. standing there really stiff and awkward. Did it last a while? And it seemed like hours, but I... Yeah. It probably didn't, but it was one of the funny things was, well, first of all, I had practiced like on my knee and my arm, you know, the things you do. (laughs) And when it finally happened, it was someone I didn't, this is horrible, but I really was not that attracted to him, but he, and I was very insecure. So when he told me that I was beautiful and like he was like into me, I was kind of like, oh, well, I guess I should hang out with him then. And then I thought, oh, I could like practice. (laughs) And we did end up having a relationship, though. It did become pretty serious. Um, but later, he reminisced about our first kiss the same way. Wow. He said, I just stood there. <laughs> <laughs> when did you connect with him later? No, while well, we were dating. Like, oh, yeah. Because we were together off and on for several years. Nice. Yeah. All yeah. Right. <laughs> first it. kisses. That's all so right. real. But uh, just real quick, I just want to say, like, that's so real. You being an expert and doing all the amazing things you do, that's so relatable that your first mm. experience was that. It's something we can all relate to in some way, I think. Mm, yeah, so it was good. Very awful. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, My prom kiss was with this girl that I wasn't that into because maybe I was gay and didn't quite know it yet but just just tongue just tongue <laughs> on the doorstep after the prom and the dog is barking oh. the dog won't stop barking and the dog's name is Peachy so she's like kissing me tongue and then she's like Peachy kissing me like Peachy like it, it was just and me going this is what it's supposed to be like oh. I was so like 
this is what all the fuss is about. Oh, because well, you're like copying something you've seen, right? Like yep. you see tongues I'm, flying it, around, and you're yep. like, oh. yeah, <laughs> I know. It's, all right. So you read that question right, Aaron. You read that one. Yes. So okay, Rain, take the pink question. That's our okay. next one. Okay. Prom story, go. All right. So we're talking about proms. So read over those and uh, come up with your hashtags. You all answered them before the show started. Normally, when we play, it happens in real time. But um, there you go. Um, and uh, if folks are listening to this, they can go to youdon'tknowmylife.com and learn about the game. But there's a funny story around that web domain. Um, we originally wanted to buy it, but you know when you go out to buy things on the web and it's like $700, somebody yep. owns it and it's like $700? Mm. So we're like, okay, not that. So we did youdon'tknowmylifegame.com. And then one day, as we were getting close to launching, I accidentally typed youdon'tknowmylife.com and it was now available in an auction that was going to happen in like four days. So you could bid like $10 or whatever. And, you know, you could get it cheap. So the day that our first shipment of games came in and we had to get them out to our backers was the same day of the auction. So we're bidding. At, long story short, we got You Don't Know My Life for $10. $10? Nice. Yeah. Do you know that girlboner.com, someone tried to sell me for $10 million? Right. It's that crazy <gasps> thing where they think somebody wants it. I have girlboner.org. Yeah. 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 I mean, it oh was astonishing to me. That's yeah, crazy. type it in every once in a while because it may be up. It may go up for auction. He said he wouldn't consider anything under six figures, and I was like, <laughs> okay, so you obviously think I'm like much bigger yeah. than I am. Can yeah. I please just like send you some cookies and right? <laughs> you have ten million dollars just lying around, August. Right? I mean, don't I seem like I do? Look at this fabulous host sweatshirt. I know. <laughs> that dude makes me angry. Yeah, he's just a miser with his web ideas. Yeah. Ugh. Thank you for that. I know, but but maybe it'll give you hope because we ended up getting ours for nothing. So maybe he'll forget yeah. to pay for it and it'll go up for auction or something. Yeah, so I'll keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on it. It's the lesson of that story. Everyone have their hashtags? No, but I'll hurry. Go for uh, okay. it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Rain, remind everyone the question and then read your answer. Prom story. The best. I was in love with a coworker named Sean. Turns out Sean was gay. Then Sean asked me to prom. I had the most perfect night. I liked him for so long and was able to dance the night away with him, even though under any other circumstances, we'd never have gone out together. It was a true dream come true. Nice. And the hashtag? Gay play. Gay play. Love it. Go ahead and put that up on the table. All right, August, what do you got? Uh, my best friend and I decided to trade dresses midway into the dance to see if our dates would notice. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. That's so fun. That's so Romy and Michelle's high school reunion yeah. or something. <laughs> Hashtag dress swap. Dress them up. All right. Vanessa, what do you got? I went to my boyfriend's prom dressed exactly like Madonna in a blatant black lace v-waisted dress lace gloves and sunglasses the next year i was living on my own and couldn't afford my prom i probably just went to work instead oh and hashtag like a virgin like a virgin <laughs> nice all right mackenzie i was voted prom princess my junior year of high school i did not have a date but i still had a great time hashtag prom princess yeah somebody's royalty in this room um, okay, and, um, me and my girlfriend had the only old boyfriends, in quotes. We were 18, and they were in their late 20s. After we <laughs> showed up at prom to take photos, we left and got Taco Bell. One of our dates ended up being the drummer of a popular KROQ band. Wow. Said, Hashtag prom hit and quit. <laughs> prom hit and quit. <laughs> Do I pick? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I pick. 
Okay, Rain, it's your, uh, you get to guess first. Okay, so I'm going to go with Like a Virgin Mackenzie. No, but it really sounds like me. Right. You, <laughs> don't, know, you don't know her life. All right, August. All right. I am going to guess, let's see. The, what was just guessed to Mackenzie was I Like a Virgin? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think... Oh, um, I think prom hit and quit is rain. You know my life. Yes. Well done, <laughs> I, knew it. I knew it too. Yes. Didn't you? Th- I could yeah, see that. I could too. Completely. Tell us more. We want to know more. The band, the drummer. Oh, just it was a very we. Me and my girlfriend were never into high school things, and my father made us go, so we both went. And then the drummer. Uh, he, his, oh my gosh, her date was a drummer of uh, System of a Down. Nice. So yeah, we, I have my prom picture with um, John and then Jill and then my boyfriend at the time was Anthony and we were both liked really old guys since like we were ten. (laughs) (laughs) Really old guys. Okay. You had fun though. Sounds like we did. Good. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm torn between two people on this one, but I think. Like a virgin? Is that Vanessa? You know my life. Yes. A nice look. So you did the full Madonna looks. I love sunglasses at the prom. Oh, yeah, no. Total sunglasses, <laughs> lace lace everything. I mean, also, it was it was of that time anyway. So, yeah, it was, it was appropriate for the time. Now, was your date into it? Did he like the look? He was into it? I think so. Yeah. yeah. We're still friends, actually. I love that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But then the next year you were working. And then I had to work. And then I was also living on my own. So I didn't have anybody who could say, like, here's $75 mm-hmm. for yeah. a prom ticket. Totally. You know, so I just didn't go. Proms are expensive. I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up in a small town where we just went to the only decent restaurant. But, like, nobody nobody had a limo or anything like that where I grew up. But people spend money on those things. Tons All right, August. Uh, gay play. I'm going to go with Mackenzie. Of course, you know my life. Wow. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. It was a dream. It was wonderful. I'd had a crush on him since like the first time I ever saw him. Aww. And I think he knew, so it was sweet of him to ask did me. He, was he out yet, or did people know he was gay? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. he was out. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Aww. That's so good. Love Are you still that. friends with him? Yeah, actually, I am. Is he single? I would love if this game led today led to some beautiful love match. Yes, I would love that too. I was gonna guess this one as well. I thought this right away. Prom princess, Aaron. You know my life. Nice. Yeah. I lo- were you surprised when you got picked? Um. Yes. Um. But I grew up also in a small town. Right. Um. In Ohio, and I never had a date. Hence my late bloomer pass from another question, because it was like a really. I was the only black person in my school, and there was a like later on people told me they're like, yeah, I had a big crush on you, but my parents wouldn't have allowed me to go with you. Oh my god. And so I was always like, I'm like, oh, I know I'm I'm well liked, and I, I was very social even. Like then. what's yeah, yeah what's the problem like, like what's the holdup? Like there's something wrong with me, <sighs> and so later I'm like honestly that would have been so helpful to know that back yeah. at the time because mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had some neuroses around right. it. It wasn't me, it was them. Like you were the I, 
only parents. You were the only black person in your whole school. And my grade, and there were there were like maybe like three of us wow. in the whole school. Yeah. How big so, was your school? Um, I graduated with like 120 or something. Yeah. So what is that like around 600 or so? Right. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, so it's just so crazy. So anyway, yeah, prom princess, which was really fun, but I was I didn't have a date. Did you get a sash? What did they give I you? I got like a crown. Nice. And a sash and the whole thing. And yeah, it was really, it was fun, but it was kind of like everyone else had a date. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was like, this is so weird, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I want to see pictures. Therapy, we need everybody. to all Therapy. Yeah, the, show pictures There's later. usually pictures that follow up some of these. Okay. Yes. Yes. And what was the other one that didn't? Get revealed um, your own? Dress swap was mine. You swapped oh, dresses. I love, yeah. It. I love it. Yeah, my friend Kelly and I, uh, I'm trying to remember which who had which first. I think mine was blue and hers was purple. <laughs> they had different sleeves. <laughs> and for some reason, it just occurred to us during the dance. I don't, I don't remember what inspired this, if we thought our <laughs> dates were like spaced out or what. But we went to the bathroom and we were like, want to trade <laughs> and our dates did not notice of course wow not. boys wow. at teenage no. boys yeah that's a lot to ask <laughs> i love that though because people are so obsessed with their dress and their prom and everything has to be perfect and if halfway through you're like let's just switch none of this really matters yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it shows a certain spirit i think that's yeah cool. yeah yeah Th- that's how we felt it was fun i love it all right we have one question left <gasps> oh. the orange one now this oh. is the one that the four that we've heard so far are actually in the game if you buy the game uh this one was one that uh, August came up with just for this uh, particular panel on her show. So uh, you get to read it. Go ahead, August. All right. So the question is, what's one of the most sexually empowering things you've ever done? I made friends on Facebook with a woman who did Wait, you don't read it yet. Everyone writes their hashtag first. Oh. Ooh. I'm sorry. I was jumping. No, that's okay. We got oh, that out, right? Something felt wrong about that, I know, but I was, I was like, like yeah. I'm just going. What's the most sexually empowering thing you've ever done? Okay, okay. Okay. All right. While you guys are thinking of your hashtags, I'm going to tell a funny little story. Please. There's a gay dating app called Scruff. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you've heard of it. Yep. Perhaps not. Uh, I was going to see a friend in a show um, like a couple of weeks ago. It was like two weeks ago at 8 o'clock. I get a message on Scruff for some guy saying, hey, how's it going? Whatever. Uh, at like 6.45. He's cute. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go see this show that a friend of mine's in. I have an extra ticket. You want to go? Like, within, like, two messages, I had asked him to go to the show with me. <laughs> Turns out he's a flight attendant in town, staying right by my house by the Burbank Airport. Doesn't have anything going on. We go to the show together. Uh, we go have dinner. And then um, I drop him off. There's a little kissing. But he seems tired, so I leave. And then he starts texting me at the house. And then I drove back over there, and that's the most uh, that's uh, keeping on theme. <laughs> These beautiful stories. Right? I was like, I don't want to write my hashtag. I want to hear more. I know, I know, I know. You look up like uh, this is so I fascinating. Know. I just was thinking of like I wanted to fill the thank you for thing sharing that. You, uh, yeah, no, but yeah. it was like yes, I'm gonna go over there. I mean, if it had been LAX, probably not. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not. I'm not crazy, right? Yes. D- d- uh, so anyway, long. I love it. He's from Turkey. Uh, lives in Boston. Oh. Yeah. Flight attendant. Are you still in touch? Yes. He was going to come in Friday, and then the flight got mechanical thing, and he had to get rerouted. Oh. This is, this is yeah, this is the what it's like yeah. when you're uh, in a serious romantic relationship with a flight attendant who you've met once. <laughs> I've always wondered about that. This is what it's like. Right? Yes. Oh, in the morning, he put on his uniform. Cute. Aww. So cute. So I know. Yeah. Offered you a beverage. In Turkish, yeah. <laughs> have any of you guys? I love dating people from other places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love every sentence to start with "In my country, 
Mm. Like in my country, my I love everything. <laughs> I do too. Like that. Almost exclusively, I only date. I dated non-Americans. I did. I like that more too. I worked yeah. on cruise ships when I was younger. That's part of it. Ah, mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I do. okay. So everyone has their hashtag. August, remind us of your um, question. Okay, question take two. Uh, so this is called. Um, or the question is, what's one of the most sexually empowering things you've ever done? I made friends on Facebook with a woman who had dated the same guy I had. They'd just broken up, and she was upset that he moved on so quickly after her, so I offered to tell her why she dodged a bullet, etc. We became close friends and joked that, quote, in the screenplay of this story, we end up dating. We kept joking about it until we weren't and just decided to see how we f- how it felt to have sex with another woman after being bi-curious for a long time. We set a date figured out childcare, and then went to town on each other. It was really fun and beautiful and hot, and we are still great friends. Hashtag bi beautiful. beautiful. I love the taking child, getting, we got childcare. Got that? <laughs> Take care of. Yeah. I love that detail. All right, yeah. that's exciting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Vanessa, which question did you get back? Which um, answer? This one says, have sex for mere attraction and pleasure. I knew I would never end up with this person, but I was so intensely attracted to them, so I went for it and dated them for three months. Hashtag. And hashtag three months stand. Three months stand. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Nice. That is such a good hashtag. Uh, embracing masturbation after a hookup with a hot pink dildo. And... I just did hashtag another masturbation reference because I feel like that's been the whole show. It is a recurring theme. <laughs> nice. Okay, mine is, <clears throat> I explored being a dominatrix with men who are submissive. It was extremely empowering to meet men who were turned on by a woman making the rules and taking charge. Hashtag lady in charge. Just talking about sex, it's amazing how many people aren't willing to communicate. When you're brave enough to say what you do or don't like or ask questions, it allows you more control of your own sexuality than any sub-dom play I've ever engaged in could. Hashtag communication is key. Hmm. Interesting. All right, we there are our five answers. Dom players in I know. Mind. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. So, Do August, you get to quest- guess first. Okay, hold on. Let me just take my... Okay, I think, oh, it's, oh, this is so challenging. (laughs) I can tell I also really love like-minded people, like-hearted people, I should say, because you're all very unique, but, Mm -hmm. like, there's hints of things that I could see in all of you in a lot of these. (laughs) Um, Lady in charge, Erin? Yes, you know my life. Nice. Nice. Well played, August. Nice job, yes. That's the one where just... Taking charge. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I was being a dating coach. I'm able to explore things that I maybe would be more nervous about otherwise, and so I get invited to a lot of parties and things. And a friend of mine was like, she's like a peripheral friend. Anyway, long story short, it was like a regular party, quote unquote. And I saw her, and there was this dude in the corner, just sitting in the corner, like he had like full suit on, and it was like face, like facing the corner like on his knees I'm like what's happening here and someone was like you don't know she's a dominatrix and that's her sub and like he like flew here from Portland to like be like treated like crap basically all weekend 
and he's paying her and I'm like what <laughs> what and so it just it became this whole like curiosity around like wow there's people who choose this and it's super empowering for both of them they're both getting something out of it and it's very consensual and there's so many things so I just I went through its whole thing of ex- exploring that specifically um, women cis women um, who are interested in submissive men um, and yeah it was very interesting good for you yeah that's awesome yeah. that's, that's awesome. awesome all right yeah, yeah. Okay, now that I was able to rule that one out, right. because there was another one, I was like, this could be a couple of people. Um, communication is key, Mackenzie? Of course, you know my life. <laughs> wow. Wow. Excellent. Mm. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, that's the one where you talk about just talking about it is more <laughs> empowering a lot of times mm-hmm. than a lot of doing things. Yeah, which is something that I've absolutely learned from August. This time that I've spent working with her has manifested itself in so much more empowerment. Aww. Merry Christmas to you, August. This just feels like the biggest, most beautiful, like birthday, Christmas, Hanukkah, Easter, Thanksgiving. Seriously, having you all in the same room, even. I don't know if you noticed when you came in, I was like a little whoa, because I just love you all so much and just that you're Aww. all in the same room together with me and, and sharing your hearts. It means a lot. Oh, I love we it. Love you too. That's yeah, a nice way of saying yeah, yeah. I'm about to wipe the floor with all of you. <laughs> <Yes>. So, <laughs> no. as I make my move, exactly. Yes. Again, uh, okay, I'm going to stop saying that. I think that by beautiful. Hold on a second. I think by beautiful is Vanessa. You know my life. Oh, I love that story. So great. That's, so, so you just start off, it's joking, it's joking, it's joking, and then it's not joking anymore. Yeah, and then we're like, why not? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Where Amazing. did you go? To, <laughs> like, because you have child, you have Yeah, no, it was like, it was such a thing, because we're like, okay, uh, I could I could have child care from like four <laughs> to seven. She's like, well, I don't have my kids, they're with their dad, like on in the morning, like that kind of thing. Right, so we just, like, <laughs> figuring all that out. Oh. And then and then she just came to my house and like it was sort of like will we won't we and then we did and it was like so fun. And did it, was it a one time thing and you became friends no, or did it go on for times. Yeah. a couple times? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, but we're still great friends. I love yeah. that. Amazing. Yeah. Good for you. Facebook. Finally a fake yeah. a happy There's some Facebook. Good things about yeah. Facebook. <laughs> no, Facebook is great. I love Facebook. I yeah. mean I know like they probably like completely intrude my privacy and stuff. But like I really I feel like I get more good from Facebook than Yeah. It's what you not. make of it if you know what the edges are to avoid. Right. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. All right. So you have a fifty fifty chance of running the table. Mm, pretty good since one's mine, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So three months stand. It's rain. You know my life. Yeah. I love it. So it was somebody that you were like, it's just, I'm attracted, but this isn't a future thing. Yes. I think that I was coming off of dating men and women. I was in my late 20s and I was like, okay, I think it's time. If I knew I was going to end up with a man, it's time for me to like stop playing with the ladies. Then I met one and I was like, okay, if I was truly gay, she would be my wife. And so I just knew it was for a temporary thing and I just loved her. We had like such a great time and then it was over in three months and we were both okay with it. And then that was the last woman I ever dated and I've been strictly dickly ever since. <laughs> strictly dickly. That should be a t-shirt. Yeah. Right? I can make that for you. I yeah. have a t-shirt shop. Oh, yeah. t-shirt shop? She does. Amazing. It's awesome. Vanessa, what is the I want to see domain? Your well, it's called VanessaInLA.com. And actually, the only things that I offer right now are things that say, 
I'm not accepting suggestions from men at this time. And <laughs> things that say Vanessa on them. That's it. Okay. It's a niche market. <laughs> but I'll make you a Strictly Dickly special edition if you want. I love Strictly Dickly. It's awesome. I like that. It's fantastic. Nice. And then yours was the other one. The yeah, dildo. so hashtag another masturbation reference, which... Mackenzie, thank you for coming up with this hashtag. I feel like it could be the name of my memoir. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think? Because I feel like, it, right? It's always, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, definitely. And Where I feel did like, you get it from? Did you buy it, the dildo? Uh, the dildo was a gift, one of those kind of Oh, this is a gag. Gifts. This is so funny and right. silly. And so it was in a, you know, still in the packaging. Yeah. And it was up in the, you know, the drawer where you just keep it right. near your bed. And I was home and my partner of a long time was away and I was just... I was feeling horny, but I didn't know that that's what it was. Like, I thought I was just kind of, like, depressed a little bit. Mm. And then I started watching uh, Netflix, and I was scrolling through, and I landed on uh, a recommendation from Netflix, which was Diary of a Nymphomaniac. Uh And I started watching it, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh. (laughs) And suddenly my hand is, you know, on my vulva, and I had never masturbated really before um, and I felt like a little teenager going up to get my toy and it was really beautiful and it actually ended up leading to so much of the work that I do like after that was when I thought I really need to take um, the work that I'm doing now and, and I ended up launching Girl Boner not too long after amazing I love that. Well, that's sort of like a full circle moment. So what we're going to do is I'm going to give you all of your stacks of answers that you got, and then we're going to count them up together and all see right. who won. I mean, cool. Um, I mean, we do have one uh, little clip I'm going to play while we're getting our little uh, notes here. So Dr. Megan Fleming, our resident sex and relationship expert out in New York City, she wanted to share her most sexually empowering um, experience. I let her, her choose a question, and she shared this. Wow, the most sexually empowering thing I've done... You know, I had to think about it for a minute, and then I was like, oh, oh, yeah, my most empowering thing was going to Betty Dotson's Body Sex Weekend. Uh, It's a weekend workshop. And let me just say that I'm actually, as she would say, the first sex therapist ever to attend one of these workshops. And let me give you a little background. I met Betty through a professional meeting probably about um, 10 or 15 years ago. Um, she's currently 90, let me just say, and she's considered the mother of masturbation. I'm sure you've definitely heard me speak to her and her work before in answering many of your questions. So anyway, she's been running these workshops since the 1970s. And it was in one of these meetings that she was sharing that um, basically before women came into the workshop, basically before she took their money, she made them take their clothes off. And I was like, the Catholic girl that I was raised to be uh, couldn't even at that time even picture or imagine um, actually being in one of those workshops. So let's fast forward, you know, 10 to 15 years and you know, three years ago now. Um, and I realized that I can't not know what happens in these workshops. Uh, because I'm an expert in sexuality. And anybody knows me knows I train like mad and both in terms of the mind and, you know, our thinking and the impact in our experiences as well as in the body. And I was like, you know, you know, it was just a sense of like, she's not going to be here forever. And I really had to know. So I signed up. And let's just say that Betty, her full name is Betty Ann Dotson, and she calls herself bad. And so I arrived at her workshop and, you know, felt those, you know, the, the, the butterflies in the stomach, so to speak. But what I can tell you is 10 of us women came together and, you know, we come in all shapes and sizes and they came from all parts of the globe and we were truly all 
naked, both emotionally and physically. And we were there to be seen, truly seen. I can tell you it was a weekend experience of sisterhood and in some ways the power, in many ways, the power of sisterhood. And we learned so many things, certainly that joy and healing are available through pleasure. Uh, One of the experiences that we had was a vulva show and tell. And let me just say the impact of which is kind of hard to put into words. But, you know, on one hand, I would just say that, you know, the reality is we are all the same. And we're all also uniquely and beautifully different, the same and different. And that was another part of the experience that, you know, it's a two-day workshop. Probably a a few hours in, you recognize you don't realize that you're naked anymore. It's really through the stories that we're sharing in our individual experiences. Again, that same idea, very same, uh, very different um, and very much the same. And there was something about being seen in that space. And we also learned that, you know, to trust ourselves, to own our worthiness, and in a sense, to be unapologetic in our self-expression. So let me just say that, um, you know, ultimately, if you're ever contemplating this, this is not for the faint of heart. Um, But if you choose to go, I personally believe you will receive beautiful, experiential gifts. And I'm so glad that I, as Betty would say, chose to grab life by the clit. So that was my amazing experience. And I must tell you, I've never, August, shared the story before. Um, I drafted a blog and, you know, I think that it is a vulnerability. um, And I don't typically talk about my personal life in in any kind of detail. So, uh, but I really am thankful for the opportunity to share this now with all of you. And I also want to share as we're thinking about you know, what's coming in the new year and what we want to invite and getting clarity or vision that I've got something kind of amazing that I want to share that's coming up, which is going to be in January, uh, a free nine day pleasure challenge. More certainly to come soon, but to register, go to great life, great sex forward slash pleasure. And when you do, you're also going to receive my bonus clitoral play seven techniques for mind blowing pleasure. Who would want who wouldn't want to experience that in the new year? So anyway, um, really are looking forward to offering that and answering more of your questions in 2020. Thank you so much, Dr. Megan. I loved hearing about that. I love Betty as well. And I hope everyone signs up for her challenge. Again, that's greatlifegreatsex.com forward slash pleasure. Excellent. So now Everybody has their stack of, of answers that they got right. I We're definitely gonna... got more than this, but I definitely didn't win either. Okay, so, so some of them got a little mixed up during there. <laughs> so we're going to count them out together in unison. Everybody have their stack, and we're going to go. Ready? And one, <laughs> two, two, and I'm out. Three, four, four five, six, seven, eight. Nine, Nine between rain and uh, ten, August. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, they think they got all mixed up. I Did they I get think mixed you up? Won. Yeah. So it looks like rain is you the winner. Some of those got mixed Woo! up during the. That during doesn't the surprise stats. me. Yes, you you had a couple of those early questions where you just ran. I know. It. Yes. Yeah, I know. Yes. Well wow. done. I have Thank surprises you. for you everyone. Do? That's is it okay awesome. if I go grab them? Will you tell yeah, one of your uh, fabulous stories for a second? Yeah, I'll grab okay. them. I'll look at my notes of my my fabulous stories. <laughs> um. Yeah. 
But um, this has been really we've we've played this game with like different types of groups. We've gone into a couple of companies and we've done it with, you know, people that are drinking and having a great time and people that are a little bit more, um, you know, conservative or whatever. And it just seems to uh, seems to work everywhere. And what we tried to do is not make the questions super edgy so that you can take it there if you want to, mm-hmm. but that it doesn't feel like one of those games where it's like, we're so naughty and we're, you know what I mean? Like one of those uh, sort of edgy things like that. But um, we try to capture uh, w- the way certain things feel. Like one of my favorite questions is, when was the time that you took a walk on the wild side? And that can be like, oh, I went on safari. Yeah. Or that could be, oh, I went to a sex party at an airport and I ended up in a dungeon <laughs> and I, do you know what I mean? Like, whatever. How do you uh, really feel about that question, Dennis? I know. I just, it's just, it's just I, I was like, can I have the address? No, I, I didn't. This That's time, a, playing this time, this is my second time. Yeah, it's been a second and time. And I realized like, oh, you know, you have, I, I feel like I have so many personal things in the in my answers, so next time I feel like I'm going to make it more general. Make it more because, general. Because like, yes. I give away because I think I'm probably the only one with kids in yes, this here. in this room. Do you guys have kids? I, I yeah. have an eight month old, so four kids. That's obviously yeah. Bad. So yeah, I, mean, so I kind of feel like like any. So the strategy I feel like be a little be more vague, a little yes. bit more vague mm. on identifying details. Yeah, and the and yeah. the th- fun thing is, there's always follow up conversation, so all of those other details can always come out as you sort yeah. of expound, because people always want to know more. Yeah, 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 it's so fun. I'm very excited. I actually asked my parents, since my birthday is right before Christmas, we often celebrate on Christmas night. My parents like to do mm. something small with me, and I asked to play this game. with. Wow, with how many Aww. are you going to have together? I'm not sure. I know you said five is the minimum, right? Five is the minimum. Luckily, there's I a... have about 100 relatives okay, there. Okay, perfect. So. As long as you have five. If There's a variation we play when you, there's four or three, which is everyone writes two answers. One is true and one's a lie, oh. So you, and then you guess mm. the true ones. Oh, that's call fun. You Don't Know My Lie, and it works. Mm. But um, I think with, with a bigger group, it's fun to just play the regular game where everyone's cool. telling stories. I might stories. do that version with my parents, though. That would be really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Excellent. Aww. So I have a, a bag of goodies, and I would love Aww. each of you to just choose something. You can look through a little bit first if you want, and then if you're comfortable sharing what you picked, then please do. And if you don't, that's okay, too, because there's a lot of sexy things in there. Um, and I love that it's in a Target bag. I didn't know they carried none such of it, things. <laughs> none of it's from Target. Right. <laughs> I was wondering, you walked in with a Target bag, and I'm like, I don't really see August there's, giving yeah. Target like gifts. So I see sexier gifts. Here. Yeah, Kleenex for there's everyone. so many things in here. I mean, how do I, like, not be, If you like, want me to narrow greedy. anything down. So, yeah. so, oh, you can totally, first of all, you won, so you exactly. get to choose first. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to take this <laughs> vibrator. Tell us, what is it called again? That one has a cute name. The Eggplant Emoji Vibrator. <laughs> I love that it's an eggplant. <laughs> so we, when me and my husband first started dating, this would be like the symbol for, oh, let's have some fun. So, yeah, and it's right, nice when and you're portable. texting. Yeah, exactly. It has sentimental value. He is almost this exact shape. It's not oh, the that's color. Good to know. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah, so I'm I don't know what to do with any of that right. information, right? Now. I wonder who the first person was to use the eggplant as penis in emoji speak. And I heard it on reality television, so I was like, oh, other people use this to describe yeah. their partner too? Who yeah. knew? Right, yeah. you thought you had But I heard it. they're yes. getting, uh, they're actually coming down on that too. Like, some no, sex why? educators are getting blocked for using eggplant. Why? Oh yeah, I did what? Silly. Yeah. What did what, you choose? And what is, um, what is, peaches are tushies, right? Yeah. Is there an emoji for vagina? 
Some people use uh, a shell. What's another one I've seen? Um, there, there isn't a great one. Yeah. 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 Not. yeah. I use a donut. Oh. All right. But I've also used that for a butthole. <laughs> I love donuts. Oh, I that, the Just the way you pronounce bagel. that makes me oh. laugh so hard. Yeah. A bagel? The, there's a, a cream cheese bagel. Oh. oh. That's like not oh. hot. No. It's really not, people do it. Yes. Let's like not use that one. I know. Yeah. Right. I need a better one. Erin, what did you select? Oh, well, August. I chose the Girl Boner Journal. Because I have Girl Boner's book, but I don't yeah. have a journal, so I'm very excited to go through and... and and use it. It's really stuff. good. It's great. Awesome. I'm always, even though I'm a dating coach, like I'm always trying to like empower myself and like explore more and stuff. So I love things like this. Like mm. I'm super nerdy about this stuff, which is why I do what I do and why you do what you do, I'm sure. So, yeah. And I love so I having um, one way to use it is kind of game like, you know, yeah. where you just get together with friends and chat about the questions. So, Aaron, I'm challenging you to a girl boner journal mm. accountability sharing session because oh man i have the journal at home and i've have an eighth month old so you know you don't really get busy with kids no. <laughs> or a child <laughs> so i'm excited to start exploring again so if you would be my vagina girl boner accountability partner i'd really appreciate it here we go live on the air or on the podcast let's do it okay I yes. love that. See what's yeah, happening? Magic nice. is being More made. More prizes. It's More a prizes Christmas miracle. <laughs> it is a Christmas miracle. Aww. Aww. Okay, so August, I just wanted to ask you a question. I'm looking at two different toys here, and they're very different shaped, and I would really love to know what they're about. There's a beautiful sort of manta ray shaped teal one, and then... I don't know if this is like poker shaped or tongue shaped red one, but <laughs> yeah, what, can what I is the difference between them? Yeah, so these are both by Cal Exotics. Uh... I actually did a feature. There, the toy of the year that I picked was from them this year. The one I brought in last week. It had it's a vibrator that has a base with three different tops that you can screw onto it. So, oh wow! Yeah, so it was pretty fun. And so these, uh, so one is called the sleigh, uh, and then one is what is this one? This one's the red hot ember. Um, I think that if you're there, they would both be good for external play for sure. But if you want anything internal, I would recommend the Red Hot Ember. This one is a little bit better for um, penetration. The uh, the pleaser is, I think if you if you really like the feeling of like like pressure externally on your clit, I think it's a really good one for that. Um, you could kind of use it hands-free, too, if you like to ride things, which is fun. Um, but the but the vibe, I think the shape is just a really personal choice, too. Like, if you wanted to do anything with, like, anal or vaginal intercourse, I would choose the red one. And if you mostly like the external, I would choose the pleaser. Thank you so much for the expert opinion. I know. Sure. Here we go. Excellent. Excellent. That bag is just a treasure trove of goodies. So many I think Vanessa needs a moment. <laughs> That's right. okay. And if you choose something really tiny, you can take two. Because there's some things in there that are like a lube okay, sample. Yeah, no. It's like, wait. So, so open to either one. This one is the... Uh, Wait, where does this one go? Wait, what hole is this one for? <laughs> it's very, they're very versatile. This one, know. that one's good for any kind of penetration, though. If You, you could use it vaginally as well. Huh. <laughs> All right. Let me and see. externally, I anything that buzzes. Dennis has his eye on that one. It's between, <laughs> you know? between this There's and the snowman socks. I'm oh. not sure. And the lube. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I know. There's so many choices. There's so many things. I'll just try this. Yay. Okay, okay. perfect. Thank nice. you. Nice. And I get to pick two. Do you want 
And if she's interested, do you want to guest star for two seconds? My next show is here. She's a comedian. Oh yeah, have her come in. Sure. She wants to pop in. Sure. Wait. Okay, I don't even know. There's a container with a sticker on it with a unicorn with gay stripes behind it. Uh I think it's gay. And under the unicorn is the slogan, anal is magic. Uh Uh-huh. I don't think I need to see anything else. I think I'm going to take this. I think it's yours. There's a butt plug in there. What is it? I think there's a butt plug in there. Oh, wow. I looked looked in it. It's from the pleasure chest, so it's sure to be wonderful. Okay. It looks like a whole kit. Actually. Wow! Nice. All right, I'm in. What is that button? Yeah. You could have. You may have just changed. And there's a button that says "official smartass." <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Oh my goodness! Right. All right, I'm in. Awesome. Thank I, you so like, much for doing this, Dennis. It was so much yes. fun. You yes. guys are amazing. This is incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a fun thing Yay. to do. What a fun way to share the game and. Uh, you know, have some fun holiday, yeah. pre-holiday uh, bonding moments. Absolutely. Yeah. We might be having a cameo of a. I don't even know comedian? who's coming in. A comedian uh, nice. maybe popping in. Maybe we can have her choose comedians. a prize just I for being her. Comedians. No, okay. So not today. <laughs> no cameo today. Yeah. We have the cameo from Josephine the Kitty. You know what? She can't touch my butt plug, so don't tell her. Don't even. <laughs> don't even think about it for two seconds. Yeah. Why don't we go around and everyone just say your your, your full name, <laughs> what you actually do, your title. You don't have to make it sound terrible, yeah. and just one link you want to to share for people who could learn more about you. So, Rain, do you want to start? Hey, everybody. Rain Parvis, R A Y N E P A R V I S dot com, and I am a personal stylist and style coach. Hi, everybody. I am Erin Tillman, a.k.a. The Dating Advice Girl, um, and I basically help empower singles in the dating process consensually. Um, and you can find me at thedatingadvicegirl.com. I'm Mackenzie, and I'm an engineer and producer here at Period Network. I'm Vanessa McGrady, and I'm an author, and you can find me at vanessamcgrady.com. And Dennis? I'm Dennis Hensley. You know the game, you don't know my life.com, but I also host a podcast called Dennis Anyone, uh, which you can find at uh, dennisanyone.net. And if you like podcasts, I have also been writing for this really great podcast called Imagined Life. Uh, I've been writing scripts for them. It's, it's cool. It's a really cool, uh, wondery podcast. So, cool. for the podcast people out there. Yeah. Awesome. I will check it out. Thank you all for being here. It was so fun. Thank you, August. Love you, August. And if you enjoy Girl Boner Radio, please leave a review if you haven't, and a rating, and subscribe wherever you listen. Thank you so much for listening, and have a beautiful Girl Boner Embracing Week. Yay! Yay. Oh, you're all awesome. Girl Boner Radio is owned, operated, and executively produced by me, August McLaughlin, with technical producer and audio extraordinaire, Mackenzie Mazel, as part of the Period Podcast Network, an affiliate of Starburns Industries. Learn more about the Girl Boner podcast, brand, movement, and book series at girlboner.org and more about Period at periodnetwork.com. <laughs>